welcome to Insomnere, your top podcast for healings, transformations, and brave and very sometimes vulnerable awakenings. Um, my name is Alexander, and today I'm going to talk about something very, very big for me and something I'm so proud to have finally kind of stepped through, but the fear of rejection. Um, you know, fear in general is what I try to avoid, but the fear of rejection um, from women that I have liked or had feelings for and um, being brave enough to actually, that fear of rejection has cost me a lot of relationships. I mean, it's also destroyed a lot of relationships. And, you know, it came down to in the past, my, um, I mean, my own lack of self-worth. I mean, addiction destroyed everything I thought was going to be in my life. Like, a solid college life with a wife and healthy, moral, no criminal record, no a prison. I will go in as like a church pastor, but I'm not going to go in there as a, as a, as you know, one of the criminal people there, the people. And so as my life, kind of all those illusions of the mind or what I thought my for a while were my hopes and dreams were shattered. And as I got older and I continued to fail again and again, or what felt like failure, I mean, it really started stomping the courage. Um, not always, but it did defeat me. I started feeling this inferiority feeling in me that I wasn't used to, and it came later. So, and I, it came from just, I call it soul exhaustion. I was um, every day, you know, you, when you're trying to support a drug habit and you feel love for people and you're betraying everyone you know and you know i have all uh, it just not a part of my personality and the aspects of self that i really always admire um but i have grown a lot and i have worked through man so much bullshit that i created so many relationships and so many just experiences that were really really um toxic and they came because they were really all rooted in shame i had trauma when i was a kid um no one really knew how to deal with it i didn't even know how much trauma i had really gone through until it's taken me 20 years to really face it and to understand it and the fear of the thing itself kept me from healing for so long so fear of rejection fear of the unknown fear in general. And that's why this seems like a small thing, but it's a big thing. But asking a woman out and the fear of rejection and truly putting yourself on display. And I I feel like a dumbass sometimes because I really can come on strong or my energy is so powerful that people feel it a lot and they might misread um, my excitement and it can cause anxiety. And I know this is an impact that I've learned quite a bit about my how we share space. So anyway, I go to Chipotle a lot. I love eating their chicken tacos and been going there for a while. Um, different ones as I moved and then I moved to Loveland and I go to the one right down the street and I have become friends with everyone. It's part of my personality. I am charismatic. I care about people and I connect with a lot of people. And at Chipotle, there was this woman. She's, uh, she's awesome. I think she's awesome. Even though that she, it didn't, all pan out the way I wanted to. I'm super grateful because I'm proud, first of all, that I fucking took a shot. Because 
There was this one, I had a crush on her, a little crush. I wanted to um, go out with her. But I was very afraid of embarrassing her. Like, cause I could feel some sort of potential chemistry. Now, I have been waking up to myself, learning how to feel my feelings and understand what I'm feeling in that moment and what's mine and what's someone else's and what's my interpretation of someone else's. I mean that about empathy. And if you want to study anything about mirror neurons and stuff, you can learn about how we reflect each other's emotions and feel each other's feelings. And it's not made up. We really do share a magnetic heart field. And I'm very good at feeling energy. I'm a hypersensitive and it can be super destructive to me sometimes. So Chipotle, I, you know, I've been working on myself this past year and this woman I thought was cute. And I built up this fear of rejection. I mean, I, uh, I became friends with everyone else in there and, um, which is fine, but I, I really wanted to know her more, but we kept, I don't know. It just seemed weird. It was, I took so long to ask her out. I'm pretty sure that it didn't, it, it either came off as just weird. I was just like weird. And this is me. I have to be careful to say in cart sounding, diminishing myself. And the point is that I had a crush on a woman and I didn't know how to like stand up boldly in front of everyone. And I didn't want to do it. I don't want to be, Hey, Yo, Brittany, do you want to go out and get some coffee and say it all around? Because I was feeling one thing in particular in that room before it was like jealousy and it was like aggressive vibrational fields. And I couldn't understand why every time I go in Chipotle within 10 minutes, I would never eat there. And it wasn't because I it was because I felt this very kind of toxic energy. And I was trying for the past six months to figure it out. And it all got figured out <laughs> and see, let me drink some water. This, this whole situation, like being vulnerable, right? So I have become friends with people at Chipotle and some of the guys, and this is the biggest mistake. And this is on me, my bad. Never, never share any vulnerable feelings about a woman that you may like around guys that you feel have a crush on them. It's so stupid like all of my size like dude you don't they because men get jealous and they manipulate especially when if they're not in tune with their heart they get manipulated by their subconscious they start saying things about the person and passing it's very manipulative and i do not like it and i've done things like that to people in the past and it seemed to have happened to me i so Brittany, I told her for like weeks, I kind of like hinted at asking her out. And then I finally was like, all right, I'm going to get a little goat, like a Yoda card, like a cute card and write, do you like to get coffee? I think you're pretty cool. And I already felt embarrassed enough about, because I will, first of all, like Chipotle and I didn't want to ruin the environment. And anyway, I left the card on the windshield and I really expected an answer because I told her that day, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to leave this on your windshield. I think you should answer. I, I was like, no, I think you should answer. I said, I think you should go. It'd be fun. But if you don't want to, a no is totally fine. And I was just trying to keep the no pressure. It's it's just because I have a, I think I'm, a, I mean, I like you, but I don't know you. I can just feel these feelings. And anyway, I honestly thought she would answer me and about two days or something went by and there was not a no. And it started my insecurities because it took me so long to get brave, like to ask her like that. And 
to not get an answer, just that if you know anything about emotions, the energy just starts building and churning. And I'm someone that can't, uncertainty is a, something I've had to work a lot to even be as masterful with it now as I am. And I'm not, I clearly responded like I, I mean, old me. So anyway, I text um, this guy I've been friends with and we've been friends texting. He's, he's the G, he's the manager of Chipotle above. He's like the, I don't know how it works, but one of the managers above her and she's a manager. So I, I could tell she didn't want to upset him and I didn't know if that was a job thing, but now I realize he had a crush on her. Like I was right. But so I told him, I was like, well, tell her it doesn't matter. I just want to make peace. If she says no and she can't say no to me, if she's that nervous, if she thinks my past or heard some of my stories, it's too much. I accept that. And for me to like be in that place and I was like, all right, I'm going to go into the Chipotle and be done. I'm brave. I accept it. I, I tried my best, you know, with what I did. And I don't like that. I don't think it was my best work at all. <laughs> I think I could have done a lot better with all of it. And, but I've learned so much about myself through it. Um, Mitch, the guy that's above, comes out storming Norman. Like I'm waiting for a delivery, like on the table where you do like Grubhub and so I didn't have to see anyone, but I had run that day. I felt pretty tired. And anyway, I'm waiting, waiting. The order's a little late and Mitch storms out. I guess he had texted me before he did this. I didn't get the message, but storms out. He's like, you need to let go of Brittany or go to another Chipotle. And for me as a man that has been to prison and has been in high school cafeterias and I, I felt first of all, super embarrassed because he's like, you didn't even wait a few days. Like he, first of all, realized I never heard anything from Brittany. Brittany and I never talked, but Mitch was the only person communicating between them because of my own not slowing it down. And I'm annoyed because if I would have just been brave and asked this woman out without any of these details, it would have probably been fine. She either would have said yes, which my intuition said at some point she would have, but I self-destruct and create the forced no and this life experience is good because this happens in all of our things we put ourselves faith in we um if we give up too soon soon we end up creating the very thing we are dreading so anyway mitch does this and i felt his nervousness i was actually very calm i had did some meditation right before i walked in so i could handle adversity i just didn't know it was gonna have to be this adverse he said it loud in their full chipotle and Brittany doesn't come out. She's in the back. And I don't really know what happened. He just, Mitch storms out and says that. And it made me feel so embarrassed. Like he said it, like you were like a weirdo. You didn't even wait a few days to wait for an answer. And I honestly didn't, like he really stung some of my insecurities hard. And so that instantly put me into just, you know, if anyone knows me, if you wound my heart when I'm trying to be vulnerable, like, I hit, I go into attack mode, you know? And so I instantly, cause he was spitting at like his breath. It was right in my face and he was nervous and I could feel he's not, he's pretty, he's kind of a little overweight. He doesn't seem fit, but I could feel the nervousness. So it made me instantly, like, what the heck? So that jealousy, that fear in my trauma from my past, cause I've been in some scary places where if someone confronts you like that, you instantly go into safe space, defensive mode and, so this was in the real world and, you know, he, it was like he, 
it was very annoying. It was like a chauvinistic, like, this, I'm in charge. This is my Chipotle. This is my Britney. This is my area. You go. And I was like, holy shit, if he knows anything about me, if you don't want something, you don't, you know, resist. <laughs> it's like, you know, oppositional defiance. And since he's the guy, I, you know, guys do this a lot. We misdirect our energies at each other. And then this is the joke. I have no idea the truth behind what Mitch said to Brittany. I don't know. But it really, I know what I said in there. I told Mitch, I was like, that is the most disrespectful way I, I was spoken to. There was a thousand ways you could have done this. It's like you could have sent us. If she really was that insecure about answering me, that's okay. I, I, I'm intense. But the attacking me like as a some weirdo for wanting to ask a woman out, that's what pissed me off. I like this woman. You're coming at me in this fight mode because I asked her after coffee. And it seems, and after I slowed down, I started seeing the manipulation. But for a little bit, I was only in my trauma, in my, oh my God, I'm a weird, you know, I felt weird and then I felt angry and I felt insecure. And I almost, old me, almost like seriously was going to destroy it. I was all planning how I was going to report it. And I did report the incident about Mitch because the jealousy, safe space, energy thing. It all makes sense to me now. Whether he said, whether anyone believes it, doesn't matter. There's a, there's a, there's a gross vibration in that place, and it sucks because I thought I had friends there. I thought I had people that actually were like my community, but it looks like not. That's how you know. And I wonder because Mitch is the guy in charge and he's the man, and it's like, dude. It, it, I can't, but honestly, I was shocked. I, it made me upset, and then it made me like cry for a little bit because I felt so rejected. For I felt rejected. I put myself on the line for this woman, and she didn't even answer me, which is like ask my other ex. Silence is not my favorite, favorite thing, and I've been learning to master it. So the universe gave me this opportunity. So, but the cool thing is that I'm proud of myself. I was honest. I have a past and I put myself on the line and whether or not that woman saw the light in me and saw the love in me. And honestly, if she couldn't see that, she, she is an idiot. And I'm, because I am worthy, I'm a great man and I'm super, super loving and I'm a badass. I set boundaries. So Mitch, this guy in charge, it's like, dude, I can see why you probably won't ever get a job beyond this, your communication skill. Like I have learned how to manage conflict because I've been in so much conflict. But the Loki side of me, I call it, comes out where it's just my trauma. You know, I've been wounded. It's a wounded planet wounding people. So even me talking about this guy, Mitch, I really want to make sure I, I dress the way that he spoke to me was not okay. The way he manipulated things was not okay. The way he tried to force me out of a physical location through intimidation was not okay. Now, what's on me is I totally could have asked her out and avoided the Mitch situation, but for some reason the fear took over and I tried to find the weird way around it and it ended up creating a very weird, annoying, honestly kind of heartbreaking situation. I left Chipotle and I'm never going back in there. I don't, I, I know I wasn't in any bad place. I'm an honest, good man full of joy, 
full of courage, and I mean true courage. Look at that. I stood up for myself. I didn't punch the guy in the face. I didn't report him and try to diminish him as much as possible. I, I said, you know, this planet is a wounded planet wounding people. So someone at some point in that trauma, that wounds, has to stop. And that's me right now. I let it go. I let this go. I do my best to move forward and I center myself in my heart space. And, you know, when I run each day, I've actually had to run sending that guy love. Like, it's easy for me to like women and like these people because they're cute and they like me and we, it's natural. But these men, I don't have the natural like for them. I have a natural unconditional love for the whole of you existence. But that does not mean I like some of what I say is, Okay, the universe tell me don't finish that sentence with the words I was about to use because I was about to fall victim to diminishing diminishing him again. Um so anyway, the dude I, I thought we were friends. I know I would have been braver. I felt like an idiot because I thought Brittany was really I think she's really great, but clearly other stuff is going on in her life and there's a there's a big, big miscommunication and Good thing is, is I'm honest, I'm truthful. And so what I do with situations like this that I can't force to be fixed, because I used to try to force fixing is I put love in my heart and I just love, love, love. So in running today, I'm just met it. Love, love, love. And then my mind tries to go to these other areas. Nope. Mitch, love, love, love. Freddie, love, love, love. I forgive, 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 forgive. Stacy, love, love, love. Like it's all love and it's the only way to truly ground yourself and remove all the chatter. When you use one single word, it allows your body to center to that one. That's why mantras are so good. So love, it's not complicated. It's in my heart. My brain doesn't have to, you know, like, is she going to say yes? Like I really now know this is the biggest lesson. I will never not act when that intuition's telling me. It told me for months to act on this situation if I wanted to, to talk, to at least become better, like friends where we could talk and not have these people watching us like high school students that are jealous and they just destroy any chance of relationships because they have no ability to create their own. Oh, and that's the thing with men, men that don't, don't know themselves. They destroy stuff all the time. They diminish men and it sucks. Because, like, we should be loving. We should support our brothers and sisters and help them fix and find these relationships. So that's what I mean. So I'm sending love. Still a little salty about it. That's why I tried to share it now before I, my mind will tone this down every day, right? It's how I let go. I, um, but I don't like when people, you know, public humiliation, trying to make me, like, trying to coat me as some guy to be dangerous taking my past where i share in their vulnerabilities for love was manipulated into a fear thing and i will not stand for that bullshit ever again and thank you Brittany, because i figured it out so anyway i um i send love to all those people um honestly some of those people watch this podcast so i send you guys all love i'm not I'm so grateful you guys have been part of my healing journey. And if you ever want to know more about it, you know where I am. And Mitch, dude, I'm sending you love. I really still feel we were friends. So I'm going to not, I'm going to let go of the anger. So anyway, guys, I 
found that being brave, using wisdom, you know, like, because you can be brave and courageous, but sometimes timing is just not there, right? And you just make, so me is, I'm learning how to slow it down more and more with each iteration, just like facing addiction. I had to face it a hundred times before I got it right. It's normal life experience. So I'm super grateful that I have this ability to process things now. I learned in like jails and prisons and fuck yeah, I figured some shit out and I'm proud of it. I, and yeah, I, I don't like when I like a woman and they don't answer me. That hurt me. And the universe is like, dude, you've got this. We know you you've got this. <laughs> so anyway, learning to heal trauma and see how things are all connected and gratitude. And, you know, sometimes when you walk into the light, it's pretty painful to see all these traits and these things inside yourself, but so worth it. So anyway, thanks guys. I definitely not giving up on love and I um definitely forgive all this stuff. So, see you later. Thanks.